Jai Ki Jai Shila Prabhupada Ki Jai Shri Shri Rara Govinda Chandra Bhagavan Ki Jai Shri Shri Bhagavan Ki Jai Shri Shri Raj Govardhan Ki Jai Rishwinar Samadhe Bhagavan Ki Jai Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskrityam Naram Chaiva Narottamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jaya Mudhirai Nashta Prayeshu Abhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Ruttama Shloke Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtaki Krishnaya Vasudevaya Devaki Nandanaya Cha Nandagopakuma Maraya, Govindaya Namo Namaha, Namo Pankaja Nabhaya, Namo Pankaja Maline, Namo Pankaja Netraya, Namaste Pankajangre, Namaste Pankajangre. Om Ajnana Timirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Guru Venama Mukam Karoti Vachalam Pangum Langayate Girin Etrupatamaham Vande Shri Guru Dinatarinam Paramananda Madhavam Shri Chaitanyam Ishwaram Namaom Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswate Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Pashatade Shatarine Vanchakalpatarubhyasya Kripasindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanibhyo Vaishnavibhyo Namonama Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shivasavi Gaura Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Yonta Pravishamamavachamimam Prasuptan Sanjeevayata Kila Shakti Dharaswadhamna Anyam Shahasta Charana Shravana Tvagadim 
प्राणान नमो भगवते पुरुषाय तुभ्यं कथांचना स्मृते युस्करम सुक भवे विस्मृते विपरीत सैतन्यामात हरे कृष्णा वेरी ग्रेटफुल टू ऑल ऑफ यू फॉर कमिंग अगेन टुडे मॉर्निंग वील हैव डिस्कशन टुडे ऑन अ वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग टॉपिक इट्स कॉल्ड इंपॉर्टेंस ऑफ एसोसिएशन एंड हाउ टू एसोसिएट सो आई स्पीक ऑन द प्रिंसिपल्स एंड आई थिंक ध्रुव कृष्ण प्रभु so <clears throat> regarding association i'm going to speak on one principle and then uh, um we can have some questions maybe so the main uh, point i want to emphasize today in the topic of association is that association basically means uh, affection for devotees that's going to be my theme i'm having a forgotten my glasses so association means uh, basically i want to speak about affection for the because association you know we may right now we may be associating with devotees you know i am sure you must have also seen sometimes you know we have devotee association but we may be very cynical we may um, we may we may be very critical offensive so it's not association is not simply physical association there has to be affection and uh, if i if you see devotees who have spent decades in bhakti and who are, who are happily practicing krishna consciousness so this is my observation <laughs> in the sense whatever little travel i have done or whatever you know few years i have spent i have observed that all devotees who are happily practicing krishna consciousness for a long time you will see that they have a they have internalized a triangle of bhakti there is a triangle and inside that triangle is this flame of affection for devotees which is burning and that's keeping them going it's that love and affection which keeps uh, the bhakti practices going and what is the triangle the three things here one is spiritual practices you will see all devotees who are sincerely been in the movement for many years they have steady practices which includes hearing chanting doing seva all of this comes under we want to make a triangle ah that will be nice so this triangle the first thing is spiritual practices which includes hearing chanting services and the other part of this triangle is self care i'm sure nanduko prabhu is i think taking sessions on self care uh, in the morning i think 11 o'clock he is taking these sessions so i have seen devotees uh, they may not speak about it in the classes because you know we don't have a mandate to speak about yoga or you know like non violent communication i always practice this and i also share with in fact here in the retreat also i have spoken about this you know i always carry this card with me uh, this is uh, sukhava mata ji uh, she is a proper disciple she taught non violent communication to many of us and then uh, since then i carry this card with me this is like maybe 10 years now this has helped me improve my awareness like anything but i won't give a class on this you know i can speak off the vyasasan so self care do what it takes to take care of your needs so i've seen devotees who've been in the movement for many years 
they are good in self care like his holiness pralanand maharaj you know he is like when he speaks krishna katha so many beautiful verses he quotes how many of you heard his classes anybody heard his classes he is amazing in fact it it appears sometimes that is memorized krishna book <laughs> you know he just speaks krishna katha so beautifully and in fact when he is giving class some of our brahmacharis we are little uh, i know some brahmacharis would count the number of shlokas he quotes in the class and sometimes it would be 100 and would say maharaj has quoted a century today <laughs> so so he is amazing at the same time he does yoga every day for 2 hours he is very healthy you know and self care is taking care of his bodily uh, is taking care so many times devotees neglect self care in the name of spiritual intense spiritual practices and they are not able to sustain so all three are important spiritual practices self care <coughs> and third is resilience resilience means i have seen devotees who been in the movement for many years they have it in them to take on uh, disappointments pain suffering so we are when we are new in bhakti we have a very romantic idea about krishna consciousness but the honeymoon phase ends soon <laughs> there will be misunderstandings and as mataji was speaking yesterday it's an amazing point i i like that answer she gave it kept ringing in my <laughs> consciousness for the whole uh, evening when uh, i think i think raspberry prabhu asked about you know the transition phase after shila prabhupad left and then you explained about the tumultuous period and how the faith confused shaken and how confusion came in but then it reinforced your faith in scripture when you saw from the eyes of scriptures it you know so the point is these devotees have seen it all you know they have seen the ups and downs and if you see they have this uh, they are not expecting utopia they are not expecting uh, you know a very lovey dovey world where devotees are always you know happy. it's not an uh, there will always be challenges it's not going to be it's not going to be life without problems so once we have once we have this resilience we also take care of ourselves and we also have spiritual practices and if we have loving affection for devotees as the flame that keeps it burning then our association is meaningful it is effective and it and you will see that devotees are very blissful practicing bhakti they'll always be happy so i have a few verses which i'm going to quote and i want you to repeat after me although you may not understand the meaning of the sanskrit and the bengali verses but i'll explain the translation after you chant because it's very important that we also connect to the sound i see most of you here you know in pandav sena you have a lot of natural attraction for kirtan i see all of you whenever you get a chance you just pick up the harmonium and do kirtan that's so nice so this sound of the bhagavatam and chaitanya charitamrita that is not different from the holy name because that is scriptures so when we chant and if you know if you like the verses you could also memorize them later but these verses reveal a lot about affection so i'm going to chant these verses but this is a very beautiful verse from the first canto 8 chapter text number 45 please repeat after me i'll give you a context first you know yudhishthir maharaj of the 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 senior most in the pandavas he was very disturbed we see sometimes devotees also you know they they have, because devotees have a soft heart they get disturbed by something and they take blame on themselves and they are very uh, very conscientious devotees are very conscientious so yudhishthir maharaj felt he is responsible for all the people who died in the war at mahabharat and he is f- feeling extremely bad 
and meanwhile krishna is leaving the city of hastinapur is going back to dwarka but yudhishthir maharaj is disturbed he doesn't want krishna to leave and kunti maharani has offered beautiful prayers to stop krishna and krishna heard the prayers and he he was acknowledging her prayers and now he was going but yudhishthir maharaj he is just feeling so sad that krishna is leaving and is also feeling guilty that he is responsible for the mahabharat war and he wants krishna to stop and how does he stop krishna this is beautiful verse please repeat after me tambhadam iti upamantrya tambhadam iti upamantrya pravishya gajasavayam pravishya gajasavayam striyascha swapuram yasyan प्रेमना राग्या निवारिता लॉर्ड and so the propaganda writes a beautiful purport that the power of affection he says when we have loving affection for the lord the lord cannot deny your request so if we have affection then propaganda says lord is conquered by nothing else but affection he is fully independent krishna is fully independent in all his dealings but he voluntarily accepts obligations by the loving affection of his pure devotees so this is a very very important verse from the bhagavatam which reveals how lord can be stopped from his agenda from his plan if we have affection for him so in a life which is filled with distress for many devotees because of the way material world is you know Shrutadharma Prabhu used to always, uh, used to always discuss. Uh, he had one uh, one catch, one phrase, which was his like, <laughs> which he would always tell me, and I would tell him one phrase. He would always exchange that, even on a phone conversation. He would say, "Life is unfair. <laughs> Get used to it." <laughs> and I would tell him, "No one is spared." <laughs> so this was our you know exchanges. We would always have to to remind each other that you know life is tough. We have to be sober. grounded because life is unfair and also no one is spared we all go through the grind of material world but we see that in this life filled with distress we see how affection for krishna makes everything auspicious and beautiful so much so that the lord cancels his plan and is agreeing to be with yudhishthir maharaj and this affection works for devotees also on shri prabhupada then bhaktivedanta manner and he was leaving for us for preaching america so bhagwan maharaj then maharaj so he came and he said prabhupad we have arranged a big program for you in france in paris i think there is a the big theater the olympia theater something like that big thousands of people would be there so shila prabhupad uh, please come for this so then prabhupad said no but my already my plan is made you know i am going to um, america So he said, "No, no, Prabhupada, please." He kept insisting, kept requesting. 
and then all the devotees are watching this exchange of pure affection you know is is requesting again and again and then shila prabhupad says okay i will come he accepts bhagwan prabhu's request although he is not scheduled to go there and then looks at all the devotees and says what to do bhagwan is the supreme controller you can't say no to bhagwan you know? then everybody laugh and in that exchange in that conversation you will see bhagwan uh, maharaj uses very you know sometimes very childish things he says to somehow convince prabhupad to come to paris he says prabhupad do you come you know we have a nice elevator there it will take you <laughs> you know some of the arguments are so silly but you can see it's all from a space of a genuine affection and love so prabhupad stops he says okay i'll not i'll first come to uh, france paris so this is a triangle of bhakti the devotees who have seen many summers and winters and upheavals if they have these three you know they have a strong spiritual practice they take care of themselves self care and they also have this amazing resilience and all this uh, helps them practice bhakti and continue on happily because there is this affection for devotees which keeps them going so there is a very nice section in the chaitanya charitamrita i want to uh, now this is the first few minutes i want to speak about this foundational verses and these are very very powerful a little chaitanya mahaprabhu is in jagannathpuri and who is chaitanya mahaprabhu servant anybody knows personal servant he was secretary of chaitanya mahaprabhu was his personal servant okay no not <laughs> you don't have to answer okay nobody else knows okay yes prabhu govinda now interestingly govinda was chaitanya mahaprabhu's guru's servant and he now comes to serve chaitanya mahaprabhu so chaitanya mahaprabhu is reluctant how can i allow my god brother to be my personal servant but somehow it's a long conversation and the past time and then finally uh, govinda becomes chaitanya mahaprabhu's personal servant and one person is watching all this and that is sarvam bhattacharya and he is amazed he says my dear lord govinda is born in a shudra caste lower caste and how come your guru maharaj accepted him as his personal servant because your guru maharaj is brahmana by birth and chaitanya mahaprabhu says this beautiful verse where um, i want again i want you to repeat this verse mahaprabhu says that so can you you have to be attentive to hear this and then repeat okay very beautiful verse ईश्वरेराजातिलाभु से Lord's mercy has no caste. It doesn't go by caste system. And Vidurera Ghare. The example is Vidura's house. Krishna went to take bhojan. Vidura was a, a lower caste, and Krishna went to his house to take food. So Krishna's mercy has no caste. Vidura had affection, so Krishna went to his house. So that's what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says. now somebody may say oh krishna's mercy is causeless 
Causeless mercy, does it mean it's whimsical? You know, sometimes we say Krishna's mercy is causeless. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu clarifies that although the, although the Lord's mercy is causeless, it's not whimsical, it's not arbitrary. There is something which Vidura had. And if we all have that, we will also be able to, we don't want to control Krishna. But the idea is, we will be able to please and make Krishna very happy. And what is it that Vidura had? So please repeat this verse. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is explaining what Vidura had. Sneha Lesha Peksha Matra Sri Krishna Kripara Sneha Vasha Hana Kare Swatantra Achara So the word here is Sneha. Sneha means, the meaning of the Sanskrit word Sneha is affection. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, if you have Lesha Matra, a little bit of affection for Lord, you will get Krishna, Sri Krishna Kripara. You will get mercy of Krishna. And why? Because Sneha Vashahana Kare, Lord is controlled by affection. Although the contradictory, the paradox is, Swatantra Achar. Lord is independent, but he becomes controlled when there is affection. So this is a very, very beautiful section that is supremely independent. In fact, one of what a beautiful purport Prabhupada writes. Now, please listen to this. This is one of the most powerful purports you'll ever read of Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada says, you can serve Krishna in two ways. Either in awe and reverence or with affection. So what are the two ways we can serve Krishna? Awe and reverence or affection. And then Prabhupada says that when service is rendered with affection, it is obvious that you are getting mercy. But when service is rendered with veneration, it is doubtful whether Krishna's mercy is actually involved. I'll repeat. It is doubtful whether Krishna's mercy is actually involved when there is awe and veneration. But when there is affection, it is obvious that you have got mercy. Of course, I want to clarify, we have to serve Krishna with awe and reverence also because we are not, otherwise we will become sahajiyas, you know. We will become very cheap. We will not follow the rules, we will not follow the system. So we have to have awe and reverence. But there has to be affection. So like this, there are many, many verses in the Bhagavatam. There is one section in the third canto where uh, Shukdev Goswami is glorifying Parishit Maharaj and he says, Your family is so special that Krishna, he considered your house as Vrindavan. So again, repeat this verse, please. Yadva ayam mantra kridvo Bhagavan Akileshwara Pauravendra Graham Hitva Prabhivesatma Sakratam He says, Krishna became the minister of your family. He is Bhagavan, he is Supreme Lord, but he became your servant and he gave up the house of Duryodhana and he entered your house. And wherever Krishna is, that is Vrindavan. And your house is Vrindavan. That's what uh, Sukhdev Goswami tells Parikshit Maharaj. So this is how Krishna, wherever there is affection, there is Krishna. There is Vrindavan. Hmm. 
so this is a very very important i am focusing on the center of this triangle affection affection for krishna affection for devotees you know uh, many times we say devotees house can be vaikuntha you know devotees can make their uh, grahasthas can make their house into golok vrindavan how do you do that is it by simply having an opulent altar a grand altar and you know having deities installed is that when the house becomes vaikuntha no when there is when there is consciously you are cultivating affection for devotees and the lord i was staying in one grahasthas house for some some a few days because of something and we had a program there and one devotee came and gave gifts to everyone he gave a pen set to me and also this grahastha the the owner of the house and I, i immediately put that pen set in my bag and i was this devotee grahastha spontaneously took that and i saw him walking and he kept that pen set in the altar and then i asked him later what did you do he said prabhu anything we get you know even if you buy a new pair of clothes anything we get we first offer it in the altar and we say krishna please accept it i said anything he said yeah everything anything we get even if i buy a new shoes new pair of shoes i first offer it to krishna and then later he had to take his medicines for blood pressure before <laughs> opening that strip of med- tablet he put it in the altar <laughs> he offered even medicines to krishna krishna doesn't need medicines but and it's also not it's not you're not blindly doing a ritual the he had this you know is cultivating this affection krishna is very krishna conscious and you know we we and it's not uh, it's not uh, difficult many times in an institutional structure we focus a lot on systems rules these are the rules everybody has to obey the rules so rules and systems are important definitely you know affection people think oh, it's all sentimental you know so formality of the rules are important but the rules are there for a reason hmm? they are there but they are not the foundation like in this ps trip also we have rules you know we have there are certain things expected from all of us so foundation of a community krishna conscious community is not rules and regulations it is affection and love for devotees and we have rules to ensure that everything is smooth we have systems but when systems and rules become the basis foundation what do you think will happen when when the when rules become the foundation what do you think will happen what will happen to love and affection it will go into the periphery and eventually it will vanish is everybody will be talking about rules only we become niyamagraha hmm? so in chaitanya charitamrita we find these amazing examples where things are where events are being governed by affection in fact yogeshwar prabhu is writing a book now on uh, chaitanya mahaprabhu but he is not presenting he is not downplaying chaitanya mahaprabhu as god he is definitely going to present chaitanya mahaprabhu supreme personality of godhead but the focus is more on chaitanya mahaprabhu's affectionate dealings with devotees you know that will churn out the emotions from our heart also so it's very important that we we focus on affection one of the most amazing examples in chaitanya charitamrita is king pratap rudra maharaj he was an emperor and he was desperate to meet lord chaitanya and lord chaitanya said i will not meet him i mean it's very very nobody will do this in modern times the emperor of the kingdom you know he wants to meet chaitanya mahaprabhu chaitanya mahaprabhu says i am a sanyasi i don't meet all this you know worldly materialistic kings 
But Prataprudra Maharaj is a great devotee of Krishna. He's a great devotee of Lord Chaitanya. But this is a pastime. Lord, you know, Lord likes to uh, increase the rasa. So, see, if the, you know, uh, it's very important. There's a difference between being reluctant to meet the king and being staunchly against meeting the king. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was not reluctant to meet the king. He was against. He said, no. So then, Prataprarudra Maharaj goes to his minister, Sarvam Bhattacharya, and says, I want to meet the Lord. Please, please. You know, he's such an amazing, merciful personality. You know what Sarvam Bhattacharya tells him? He tells him, please repeat this verse. Virakta sanyasi teho. Virakta sanyasi teho. Rahe na nirjane. Swapne ena kare teho. Rajadarshane. He says, My dear King, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is a Virakta Sanyasi. He is a renounced Sanyasi. He will not meet the King even in his dreams. So give up the hope of meeting him. So, but he is very desperate. He says, I have to meet Lord Chaitanya. I want his mercy. And you know what he says? This is also another nice verse. Please repeat this. Yadi more kripana kori be gaurahari. Okay, we'll take it half. Yadi more kripana. Yadi more kripana. Kori be gaurahari. Kori be gaurahari. Raja chadi yogi hoila. Raja chadi yogi hoila. Hoi baby kari. Hoi baby kari. He says, Yadi more kripana kuribe gaurahari. Lord Chaitanya doesn't give me mercy. Yogi hoila. I will give up everything. I will become a yogi. Hoibe bikhari. I will become a beggar. So then devotees are shocked. What, what determination this king has for the beg Lord Chaitanya. Please, please, please. You know, please meet the king. He's actually not like a materialistic king. You know, he's not what you are thinking. He's a very nice person. He's a very, you know, he served the devotees so much. All the devotees who come to Puri, he arranges their accommodation. He's a very nice king. Please meet him. So Lord Chaitanya hears all of their pleas. And what is his response? He says, If you again talk to me about the king, I will leave Jagannath Puri. I will go and stay in Alarnath. And devotees don't want to lose Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. For this, okay, okay, we'll keep quiet. Okay, so then they make a strategy. So they say, Nityanand Prabhu, all of them make a strategy that we'll go, we'll sit in front of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And we will not tell him to give mercy to the king because, you know, Lord Chaitanya will get angry. So we will just sit. And then what we will do? Prabhu, you start glorifying the king just like that. And then you say this point about the king. And then Nityanand Prabhu will say something. So Mahaprabhu will get indirectly the hint. So they make a very nice plan. So they come in front of Lord Chaitanya. Lord Chaitanya is sitting. And all the devotees. And they look at each other. You start, start, start. You know? Lord Chaitanya is very grave. When he gets angry, nobody would... Um, Mess around with him. So then they are looking at Lord Chaitanya and Lord Chaitanya says, Is there something you want to say? I think there is something you want to speak. Speak up! So they are trying to, they want to begin, but they don't know how to do that. And then Nityanand Prabhu says, Forget all this. Oh Mahaprabhu, please give mercy to the king. <laughs> they are not able to beat around the bush. They are not able to indirectly. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is seeing this genuine affection that the devotees have for each other. No, they are seeing that they have a lot of affection for Prataprudra Maharaj. And they are seeing Prataprudra Maharaj is very sincere. Lord is seeing all this. But he still, I will not see him. 
So then everybody is disappointed. And there is one associate of Lord Chaitanya. <clears throat> His name is Damodar Pandit. You know what is his speciality? He is very blunt. <laughs> he just directly goes and tells Lord Chaitanya what is in his heart. You know, uh, that time one, one young boy used to come every day to meet Lord Chaitanya. So that young boy, his father had died, his mother was a widow. And she was a young lady and she was very beautiful. So this Damodar Pandit got upset. So you tell the boy, don't come and be with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would give him a lot of affection every day. So one day Damodar Pandit lost it. <laughs> he said, what is this? You are sannyasi and you are meeting this boy and giving him a lot of affection. Don't you know his mother is a widow and she is very beautiful? So what will people talk? People will think that you have a relationship with her. And then he starts scolding Lord Chaitanya. That's what, that was his power. He was, and Lord Chaitanya did not get offended because Lord Chaitanya knew that he is speaking with a very simple heart. Damodar Pandit is a very nice, uh, simple-hearted devotee. So everybody looks at Damodar Pandit. You tell Chaitanya Mahaprabhu now that you should meet the king. And Damodar Pandit says something very different and something very interesting which is in today's context. Because what is happening here, if you see, everybody is having, everybody is displaying affection for each other. The devotees are having a lot of affection for the king. So just see what Damodar Pandit says. Okay, again repeat. दामोदर कहे तुमी स्वतंत्र ईश्वर कर्तव्य कर्तव्य सब तुम्हारा गोचर दामोदर कहे दामोदर सेड माय डियर लॉर्ड यू आर कंप्लीटली इंडिपेंडेंट वी डोंट हैव टू टेल यू व्हाट यू शुड डू व्हाट यू शुड नॉट डू you are a sannyasi, you are supreme lord, you know completely whether you should meet the king or not meet the king. Hmm? So, don't you don't tell us that you are a sannyasi and you can't meet the king. We know what you can do and what you can't do. But we know something about you which I want to remind you. Now that is the main verse for today. I want all of you to repeat. Yadhyapi Ishwara Tumi Yadhyapi Ishwara Tumi Parama Swatantra Tatapi Swabhave Haho Prema Paratantra He says, although you are Parama Swatantra, you are supremely independent, but you are Prema Paratantra, you are controlled by love. So I know, one day you will definitely meet the king. You are just doing drama. <laughs> you are just pretending that you don't like the king. But we know you are controlled by affection. So it's a matter of time before you meet him. And it's a long past time. We will not discuss today. But you know how Lord Chaitanya actually gives mercy to Pratap Brother Maharaj. It's a fascinating. Uh, it can be, A movie can be made out of it. It's a beautiful past time. So anyway, the main theme I wanted to say was this. That it is affection which Lord appreciates and Lord wants devotees to have. Now you may say, Prabhu, but we are practicing sadhana bhakti. Our challenge is to add affection element in our bhakti practices. How do we do that? <clears throat> so Rupa Goswami says, Yena kena prakarena manha krishna nivesya. Somehow start remembering Krishna. It begins with that. that you know, somehow start remembering Krishna. And <clears throat> affection, add affection. And we have a lot of practices. Chanting, 
japa kirtan all of this you know this is actually external in one sense because see like the tip of the iceberg but the whole you know there sometimes so much ice below the surface similarly you know in a building a building you know uh, may appear very attractive but the foundation is very important the foundation of all our devotional practices is having affection for the lord and devotees and therefore uh, we have to develop affection and we can develop our own unique innovative ways to develop affection for krishna did i tell you the story of that boy in, uh, in our school in mumbai who carries jagannath dt with him or any speaker here so we have a school in mumbai called gopal's garden high school and one day i was uh, i i stay in the school for 3 days for my writing work so i saw this boy aryaman i saw him run for his exam with a pen box in one hand and jagannath on his left hand he has a jagannath dt i said hey wait what are you doing he said prabhu ji exam i have to go no i have to exam i said wait 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 what is this so jagannath you carry jagannath this is always is always in my bag i said now for exams you are carrying him he says yes, i keep jagannath in front of me and when the teacher gives me the question paper i first show the question paper to jagannath <laughs> jagannath please see this and then i start writing the answers and after writing the answers before submitting the answer sheet to the examiner i show the answer sheet to jagannath <laughs> please see is everything proper and then i give the answer paper back to the lord uh, uh, the examiner so i was like amazed this boy and i, I told his parents and the parents also didn't know about it they know that he, is, he has his jagannath small jagannath deities he worships them but they didn't know that they didn't know that he takes jagannath away from the altar he takes them uh, to the examination hall so see see this this is very sweet in because he is de- he is developing affection inadvertently he may not realize it shila propada is a young boy he says he and his sister would f- fly kite and they would spontaneously pray to krishna krishna let my kite fly higher in fact he was so spontaneously praying to krishna remembering krishna that he had his radha govind the small details which his father gave him and shila propada would worship them but then when he came to college and was involved in college politics and all those debate societies he kept those deities of radha govind in a box and he kept them in a cupboard and then one day radha krishna deities small deities which he had they came in the dream abey why have you kept us locked in a room we want to be worshiped by you and then abey charan propada wakes up and he continues his worship so what is happening here it's not rituals it's not simply blindly doing some you know tick we're not ticking boxes here chanting okay do your 16 rounds do this do that yes we have to do all of that but there has to be affection so this was the main point i wanted to uh, present today now when we come new in bhakti now this is very two two very important points how to develop this affection for krishna and devotees that's two points i'll explain now and then you can have some questions first is um, um to develop this affection we need to f- uh, enter the space where instead of only asking from krishna we need to at least sometime ask krishna krishna what what how can i serve you what do you want that's how affection develops like if you have a relationship with someone in this world is it always about you you know i like this i want this i do this will a relationship flourish in a relationship in this world also it becomes deep only when you are also interested in the other person's interests right 
what that person likes it can't be only about you in a relationship similarly we want our relationship with krishna we can't only be telling krishna 24 whenever we come in front of krishna krishna i have this problem i want this i want that we will not we, our relationship will not blossom we can also appreciate krishna and also ask and pray what krishna wants from us that's how affection develops hmm? and um, i spoke about yudhishthir maharaj there are many examples in scriptures of very stalwart devotees who have been in who have been sad depressed and yudhishthir maharaj was so d- disturbed and of course because he had affection the whole situation changed bishma spoke instructions yudhishthir maharaj and through that the whole world has now got bhagavatam instructions of bishma pitama you know another personality was in depression very famous devotee was so depressed and then the lord had to help him out yes nobody arjun why did you say it loud <laughs> you were whispering arjun arjun was arjun was so sad that he gave up when he started crying ashrupurna kulekshanam akshatriya fighter who never lost a battle in life and and he is on the verge of the most important battle he is ever going to fight and he is crying akshatriya is not supposed to cry at <laughs> least not in the battlefield you know it's like you are in a, bo- a boxer is in a boxing ring and you know the opponent has hit him hard and he can't be wincing in pain ah, because the opponent will think oh that's his weak spot let me hit him there more right so in a boxing match you don't you don't cry similarly you know is fighting a war is on the battlefield and arjuna starts crying so that means what i'm trying to say is you can see how life is so tough that arjuna is overwhelmed and then because he has affection saratya parshada sevana sakya dautya don't repeat it virasananugamana stavana pranaman snigdeshu pandushu jagat pranatim cha vishnor bhaktim karoti nripatis charanaravindam sugade gosami says look at the pandavas krishna became a charioteer saratya he became their associate he became their friend he became their messenger he, he became a pillow for arjuna <laughs> you know he would sit and arjuna would sleep on his put his head on his pillow uh, on his lap as a pillow so like that he gives all the different examples and why this happened snigdeshu because pandavas were malleable they had a lot of affection for krishna so arjuna was in depression yudhishthir maharaj was in depression but something wonderful happened because they had affection for krishna sanatan goswami wanted to commit suicide of course this is all past time but i'm just trying to give a different understanding of this see sanatan goswami was so disturbed he was and who was sanatan goswami do you know he was the prime minister of bengal and bengal that time was including modern day bangladesh and lot of northeastern states in fact bengal of 15th century 14 uh, 16th century bengal was much bigger than three or four european countries put together so you can imagine the prime minister of a country which is as big as three or four european countries that was sanatan goswami extremely sharp intelligent he knew that this innkeeper he is very friendly with me but he wants to kill me you know because he knew diplomatic ways he knew how to deal with people he was very sharp and he is so depressed that he wants to commit suicide 
and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu scolds him and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's lot of affection and his body, Sanatana Goswami's body is filled with boils and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu forcibly embraces him and all those boils and pus and mucus, you know, it's oozing all those false smelling substances from Sanatana Goswami's body and he's ashamed of himself. But look at the affection the Lord has for him that he is trying to avoid the Lord and the Lord forcibly embraces him and all that pus and mucus starts rubbing on Lord Chaitanya's body and Lord Chaitanya doesn't give any indication that he is disturbed. He is like completely comfortable. And then of course Lord Chaitanya instructs Sanatana Goswami and Sanatana Goswami uh, overcomes that and there is a very beautiful pastime given in Chaitanya Chaitanya. Another classic example is the author of Srimad Bhagavatam, Vyasadeva, he is himself despondent. So the difference between these great souls being despondent and we being feeling despondent is when we are depressed, we go to Netflix, <laughs> we, we go to uh, YouTube, you know, we go to our smartphone. But when these great souls are despondent, what comes out is Bhagavatam, Bhagavad Gita, you know, so that's a difference. So we are not comparing, but we see in all these examples, because there was affection, the situation became auspicious. You will see devotees uh, have... Um, Devotees have a lot of uh, suffering in their lives and the best way we can cultivate, make our lives auspicious is having affection and the best way we can develop affection is first by having an attitude to serve. An attitude. So two things are needed. If we want to develop affection for the Lord, we need two things. One is, ask, one is, you know, making our foundational system as wanting to serve. What is your, uh, what do, how do you pronounce in French? Raison d'etre. Is that what they say? Your purpose for it. What is the purpose for existence? Is it to enjoy or is it to serve? If if I if I exist to serve, then of course I may enjoy also. We all need, you know, we need nice prasadam. We need to enjoy. Okay, that's all fine. But what what is my basis of existence? Is it enjoyment or is it service? If it is service, then the first first thing is there for developing affection for the Lord. And second, along with a desire to serve. We also need to be vulnerable. We need to be humble in front of at least one or two devotees and be willing. See, actually association means what? To be honest, association basically means willing to be influenced. You are willing, willing to be like we have a very amazing devotee here. Balram, is that your name? Balram? Yeah. yeah see, this is first, first get together with any devotee Sangha. His mother just, I think Janmashtami time she saw and she signed up. And this is his first Sangha, first association of devotees. That means he's taking association because he's willing to be influenced. He's suddenly exposing himself to a philosophy, to a culture, to practices. So that is actually association. And that can happen only if I'm vulnerable in spirit. If I want, if I if I place myself in the hands of loving Vaishnavas. Hmm? So what is your raison d'etre? What is your Operating, you know, like a phone can have either, it can be either Android or it can be iPhone, right? You can't have two operating systems on one phone. Can have? No. <laughs> Similarly, you, you either have, you, either our operating system is to serve or it is to enjoy. You know, the, the desire to serve is what makes life auspicious. It, it invokes affection for the Lord and devotees. And vulnerability is also very important. You know, I have seen one Iskon Guru, a Grasta Guru, 
<clears throat> I won't take his name now. Offline, I can tell you. <laughs> Amazing personality. He has thousands of disciples, and he travels with his wife. And he does lot of preaching internet in the internet also. Amazing devotee. And he came to our Chopadi temple, and I took him for one program. And we had hundreds of people in the program. And and I brought him Sita Phal juice. I don't know what you call Sita Phal in English. Custard apple, yeah, okay. Sita Phal juice, and I offered him, and he liked it. And the class is about to start. All the devotees are sitting here, and remember, ah, uh, he's a big guru, proper disciple, senior guru. He has his wife with him also in the program. So then he said, "Can I have one more glass?" I said, "Yes, yes, yes, Maharaj, Guru Maharaj, yes, yes." So I brought another cup, and when I gave him, his wife immediately saw. She saw that I'm giving him another glass of. She said, "No, one is enough." I have to deal with all the other issues that happen later with his health, and I didn't laugh there. But you see, it was not a blemish. It's a, it, it was very sweet. I saw, I saw, and then I told this to my Guru Maharaj. You know, next day, my Maharaj, I was telling him, I was serving him, so I told Maharaj that, you know, this this incident happened, and he also laughed and he said, this is so sweet. He said, he is such a big guru, but he is vulnerable. He is willing to be, he is willing to submit to the will. Of another person, of his wife, and and uh, and this prabhuji was immediately okay, and then he can and he gave the class, and his disciples were also there in the class. It was very sweet exchange. Then 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 Maharaj told me, my Guru Maharaj told me, you know something happened last week. I'll tell you something. And then Maharaj said he had gone to one house of one very very big man in Mumbai, who is so influential that if this man calls up the Prime Minister of India or the Chief Minister of the state, they will immediately give him an appointment. He's so big. So he said. Uh, Prach Bihari, do you know Gaur Gopal and myself? We went to this man's house for lunch, and there was a big dining table, long dining table, and lot of food items prepared, and you know it was prasadam, and we were honoring prasadam, and that person came with a very special, some fried, uh, some something, some nice item, and he was about to serve, and this big man, you know what he told him? Wait, wait. Then he, he pointed towards his wife. I have to ask her. Ask her if it's okay. Then you give me. So then she came, and Maharaj is telling me this, and she came and she saw. Mm, okay, only one. Just give him one. <laughs> but then Maharaj was telling her that he's such a big man that he can make one phone call, and the Prime Minister will come to him. And here in front of us, you know, his wife is not exactly admonishing him, but he is is submitting to a will. So then Maharaj said, "This is 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 accepting." So sometimes, you know, when we are practicing Krishna consciousness, we need to trust some devotees. We need to trust their love and affection for us. You know, like I don't want to take names. I know one devotee here in this group, and he told me how when he was doing well, his counselor, his mentor, Keshav Maharaj, told him that I'm going to pull your ears. <laughs> you know, so then I told this devotee that I'm going to pull your other ear. <laughs> and he laughed it was out of love and affection so the idea that you know we sometimes uh, become very super sensitive about uh, our ego ego issues but if we can trust devotees and have at least one or two devotees whom we can uh, trust so then these two things will help us uh, experience affection for devotees and this will help us practice bhakti very happily because samane vrikshe purusho nimagna the lord is in the heart as paramatma He is seeing our sincerity. He is seeing our attitude. Because life is very tough. Best of the devotees have suffered. You know, 
you know prabhupad i i have not told you this story yogeshwar prabhu writes amazing in this book uh, swami in a strange land you know shila prabhupad had how many children in his grahastha ashram as a grahastha abhay charan this year prabhupad appearance day gave a class on all the failures that shila prabhupad had in his business ventures he had six business ventures and the name of the company he started and the amount of money he invested when you read about it you will be like shocked and one after another from 1921 till 1951 30 years how he went through major losses even one such loss would be enough for a person to commit suicide and he's just in- inexplicable it's krishna's arrangement krishna has taken charge of his life but the losses the failures the setbacks this is all financial but in the personal life personal life what happened to prabhupad if it happens to any one of us we will just go crazy he had how many children he had eight children and three of them died during childbirth and during those days you know infant mortality was high in india this is 1920s and then five of the surviving children the eldest one was sulakshmana she got married young and she she actually broke all connections with her father because she was in settled in her own life and when prabhupad left home in 1951 she was already you know a mother and she had few children and she had nothing to do with abhay charan prabhupada father the second child of prabhupada was uh, prayagraj and he fell in love with a girl and then they couldn't get married the life became very intense and he actually went mad he went crazy and then shila prabhupada now you may say you know pure devotee stand hari krishna but what shila prabhupada did he got him admitted in the best hospital in kolkata in the psychology ward or there was a british wing reserved for the elite british and shila prabhupada got him admitted in that british wing in the most expensive hospital of kolkata and uh, helped him go through a treatment and it seemed the treatment worked for some time but then again the boy went back to his you know old way and then finally he was absconding he had disappeared and years later he was found begging in the gut in the in the he was picking up garbage from the garbage cans of kolkata streets and he was living like like a homeless beggar shila prabhupad cried when he came to know about his sons thereabouts and his unwillingness to come back home and the third child was um, out of the five first was sulakshmana second prayagraj third was ah uh, uh, third was uh, mathura mohan when prabhupad left home in 1951 mathura mohan was 19 or 18 he was so upset that his father is uh, you know he couldn't appreciate shila prabhupad's preaching spirit and he got so upset that you are leaving our family he vocally uh, disconnected himself he said i have nothing to do with my father he disconnected completely from his father now the fourth child was a daughter prabhupad had her name was bhakti lata she was a teenager when shila prabhupad left him and she got so upset with her father that she walked she was so affected she said i'll not get married she refused to get married and then she moved in when she became older she moved into her youngest brother's house vrindavan chandra who was the youngest son of prabhupad i was fortunate to serve him <laughs> he was the only one who appreciated what prabhupad did so what pain it must it must have been for shila prabhupad as a father if you see life is very tough you know best of the devotees go through and sometimes we see devotees oh maharaj you've been for you are a, you know you've been a devotee for so many years it's an honor position we go by externals but we have to see 
what all they have done to get krishna it's not easy you know when we had this karate karate coaching in our uh, colony where i grew up i was telling this story to someone recently in our tennis courts in our society during rainy season we used to use it for football and karate so there was one uh, very famous karate teacher in mumbai called vispi kapadia his coaching camp would happen in our colony and as young boys i was a 10 year old boy playing football in one corner and i'm seeing this karate classes happen here and on one particular day one of the boys one of the karate train uh, boy was getting trained there were five six people hitting him you know kicking him and and he was trying to negotiate but he couldn't fight well and he was getting badly beaten his hair was disheveled his clothes his karate that uniform they have it was all scattered and left tried again and again he was getting knocked and then everybody left and he was sitting on that bench <sighs> he was like he was really badly beaten and he had water and we went up to him we were young boys we were watching the fun <laughs> for us it was like watching a movie wow it's really you know it was like action packed movie for us and we were looking at him and the next day surprisingly we were playing football and we saw the same karate coaching happening there we saw the same man suddenly everybody seated and he's being honored and everybody is clapping and saying a few words i thought what is happening and then we saw what is happened why is he being honored today and then we realized he was being awarded the black belt the previous day what had happened he was kicked badly bruised and battered and the next day he is given a black belt and then as a young boy that thing was created a deep impression in my head that okay if somebody is a black belt means the previous day he gets beaten <laughs> when i joined the ashram somebody told me somebody told me is a black belt immediately spontaneously what came out of my mouth was so you got badly beaten is it <laughs> so i thought black belt means is kicked and beaten so sometimes we see you know oh some honor is given to a devotee oh senior mara senior prabhu ji we should know that he has gone through a lot of <laughs> now the gold has to go through fire before it becomes gold right so devotees go through a lot of challenges and our great acharyas have given us this formula spiritual practices we have we we have to be resilient also not as utopian idea about bhakti and finally most importantly we need to cultivate affection and uh, love for devotees hare krishna i'll stop here shri prabhupad ki jai thank you Overshot the time. I got carried away. Stand forty.